And today on the show, we will be speaking about both state, uh, local, for me, in New York, uh, state news as well as national news. Uh, You know, I'm sure you've heard in the headlines that Trump is expected to nominate Amy Coney Barrett to Supreme Court. We'll talk about that. Also, we'll talk about it right here in New York, uh, the COVID-19 chaos. What the heck is uh, Andrew Cuomo doing? And I do want to talk uh, a lot about Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, why would I want to do that? You know, obviously the media has painted it in a certain picture. We should just trust it. Well, listen, the theme in my last five podcasts has literally been context, right? And why it's important. Why we need to decipher between facts and opinions and what is not being told to us. Because listen, right now, it is obvious that things are being politicized. Even if they're a tragedy. Even if they're stepping on the backs of those who are innocent. But I'm going to use, I'm going to continue to use what Ben Shapiro uh, so rightly said in a tweet uh, years ago that went viral. And it's that facts don't care about your feelings. And that's not to be harsh, but that's the reality. Facts matter, especially in these types of instances. So we're going to talk about that and so much more. But first, if you are looking to start a podcast and you don't know where to put your recorded podcast, you have no idea where to start, look no further than Buzzsprout. And why is this? Because Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch a podcast. And what they'll help you do, your show listed in every major podcast platform. This includes Apple. This includes iHeart, TuneIn, you name it. They'll also get you set up with a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and of course, so much more. So why not join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your personal message out to the world? And better yet, if you click on the link in the show notes today and sign up with a paid plan with Buzzsprout, they're going to give you a $20 Amazon gift card. Again, all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes today. And this, of course, Uh, Let's Buzzsprout know that I've sent you, and it also helps support the show, so thank you. But again, you're going to get a $20 Amazon gift card for signing up with a paid plan. So listen, stop putting your uh, dream, your idea on the shelf, and why don't you start a podcast today with Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. By the way, if you haven't yet subscribed to The Ken Burns Show on iTunes, please be sure to do that. Also, you can follow me on Facebook uh, via The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. Also, make sure you check out uh, my buddy Ted Flint on the Pac-Man podcast with his very first episode that has been published. You can find him on Buzzsprout. Again, that's entitled The Pac-Man Podcast. He is now part of the network. And of course, be looking out for his next episode to come. All right, let's dive right into it. Uh, We'll start with the state news. Uh, However, this does obviously trickle onto all the other states, uh, but I'll keep it local right now. What is this COVID-19 chaos? Uh, Let's talk about some interesting facts. 
okay? Uh, Cuomo's disastrous decision to send COVID-19 positive elderly back into nursing homes caused thousands of needless deaths. Uh, not my words. And this uh, next number that I'm going to throw at you is, uh, is in my particular county, but my county is $20 million in debt. You know, many local businesses have been destroyed and lives have been ruined, including children deprived of school and friends. That's why many people right now are homeschooling, including myself and my wife. Okay, taxes are going to rise and schools and other programs are going to suffer. Here's some interesting things too. According to the CDC, COVID-19 is more dangerous than the flu for the elderly, but less dangerous than the flu for children and young people. More people have died from cancer in the U.S. in the last 100 days than have died worldwide from COVID-19 since November. Heart disease has killed more people in the last four days than COVID-19 has killed in the last four months. More people have died from drug overdoses in my county in 2020 than from COVID-19. And here's one of the last statements in this, uh, this pamphlet, which I'll, I'll explain in a minute what it is. It says, you know, my county needs common sense safety, not politicized panic. Now, why would they say that? Is it far-fetched to say something like that? Not a chance. Look at the rest of the nation and certain states, counties that seem to be doing just fine. And it's amazing that in the other places, which I'll, we'll get to Kyle Rittenhouse in a minute and what happened there a while ago, that these uh, so-called peaceful protesters, they're not suffering from COVID, maybe from delusion and apoplexy, you know, that were brought on by seeds of confusion that are taking root and creating chaos unnecessarily. But of course, it's all in order for those who are propagating this. And acting as the provocateurs. Who are they? Well, put the feelings aside and let's look at facts. And we'll do that in a moment. I'm getting ahead of myself. But something interesting that happened, I had some, uh, some people that were campaigning uh, come to my door today. It was interesting. The first thing out of this, uh, this person's mouth was that she usually votes Democrat. But guess what she's not doing? Voting Democrat. Why is that? Well, we all came into agreement by using the word crazy. What is happening is madness. It's crazy. It's insanity. And thankfully, the other side, if you will, is starting to see that. And by the way, I didn't mention in the beginning, uh, I'll probably throw this in there later too, a little bit more. But as you know, uh, they've been finding uh, Trump ballots, those who voted for Trump, uh, in ditches. That's interesting. But anyway, here's what my county is fighting for right now. Well, many people are, at least. So we all want this. And if there's those that don't, I, I'm not understanding their thinking. It's medical freedom. Okay, Medical intervention should be a private decision between you and your doctor based on your individual health status and history. Big pharma lobbyists are pushing for more mandated vaccines, including multiple, not one, multiple annual COVID-19 and flu vaccines for everyone. Lobbyists are also pushing for children to be vaccinated without their parents' permission. That right there should be absolutely alarming, okay? It's the same thing when it comes to the whole pro-abortion uh, junk. Minors are able to go and get an abortion without their parents' consent. But of course, there are rules that they can't break, 
that just seem to be so much more important than life. It's unbelievable. Anyway, moving on. The COVID-19 vaccine has been rushed through clinical trials that are funded and run by, hmm, I wonder, drug companies with everything to gain and no legal liability for injury or death. That's interesting. Research on long-term effects on human health of flu and COVID-19 vaccinations is not required for FDA approval. Over $900 million in damages has been paid out by the Vaccine Injury Board to people harmed by the flu vaccine in past years. I have a lot to say about the Vaccine Injury Board. I won't right now because it'll be a whole show. But anyway, moving on. According to the EPA safety standards, the flu vaccine still contains dangerous levels of mercury. And you're going to have these people that say all this, all this stuff with vaccines and autism and, you know, etc. Oh, it's all been debunked. Who are you listening to? These big doctors? The pharmaceutical companies? The CDC? Because I'll tell you what, you can find a ton of documentation to say otherwise. I mean, if you can still Google it, I'm, who knows if you can. But there are some renowned doctors that say quite the opposite. Another interesting fact, the flu vaccine has never been tested on a pregnant woman. I did not know that. And lastly, and this is very true, this should be, this is the big point right here. It should be up to you if you or your child takes a flu or COVID-19 vaccine, okay? It is, it's, it's incredible to me that you can hear Cuomo and these people tout, oh, it's a woman's body, it's her right to choose, Okay, well, guess what? When it comes to this, it is my body. It is my children's bodies. And it's our right to decide what we do when it comes to that. And they'll say, oh, well, you're disturbing other people's lives. Well, guess what? If you go and decide to get the vaccine, good for you. Apparently, you are way more protected than those who didn't receive it. So what are you crying about? If I don't have it, according to you, I'd be more at risk. So how could you say you're more at risk if you've taken the vaccine? You should be covered, right? Listen, whether you agree with me or not, the pharmaceutical companies and many others have a lot to gain by putting these vaccines out there. Now, what are they going to gain? Power? Uh, possibly, but mostly money. Whether you want to hear it that way or not, that is the reality. But anyway, I say all this to say is I was very, very pleased to see, you know, somebody come to my door saying, you know what, I'm actually kind of worried. This is the way I used to vote. I can't stand for that anymore. They're taking away our freedoms. Thank you. Somebody in the Democratic Party realized that, man, our freedoms are being taken away by people who are in the Democratic Party. And there's going to be some Democrats that disagree with me and say, oh, how could you say that? This, this, and the other thing. But again, don't feel it out. <laughs> Look it up. Search it out. Look at the facts. But listen, I would love to hear your take on that. I'm always open to hear what you have to say, what your thoughts are. Uh, get in contact with me. I'd love to hear your questions or your opinions. I'm sure I'll hear a lot more opinions on that. I uh, would love to hear that. And again, I'm on every platform, any uh, podcast platform that you like to listen to. You can get in touch with me through those uh, platforms. Or you can go to The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. Okay, so next, uh, as we've heard, uh, Trump is expected to nominate Amy Coney Barrett to Supreme Court. Now, what is the problem with that? Well, here's the thing. The lady stands up for America, okay? She's the complete opposite of who uh, Ruth Bader you know, Ginsburg was, thankfully. 
Sorry to say it that way. Not really. Here are some of the things that, you know, Amy has said in the past. Life begins at conception. Wow. Okay. Uh, Also, she also has mentioned that grave violation of religious freedom cannot stand. Huh. It's just horrible. And Matt Walsh, of course, of the Daily Wire, has he said it best, I think, in a recent tweet. He said, Dems have already dug up a lot of dirt on Amy Coney Barrett. Number one, she's Catholic. Number two, she has a lot of kids. Number three, she supports due process, even for men. And four, she doesn't think we should kill babies. And then Matt Walsh goes on to say, wow, devastating stuff. Keep this monster off the court. Of course, uh, he's being uh, sarcastic for good reason. You know, this all reminds me of a scripture that uh, I'm sure you've heard. And if you're curious as to what the chapter and verse is, it's Mark 3.25. And of course, there's uh, variations in Luke 11.17 and Matthew 12.25. And what does it say? It says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Are we divided politically, socially? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yet the Bible also says, where there is unity, where brethren stand together in unity, there he commands a blessing. And you have to ask the question, and I've mentioned this on previous podcast, what's more important, being right or wanting and having the desire for what is right? Are you okay with being wrong? And I know that many people will say, well, Trump hates to be wrong. He's never wrong. Well, maybe that's his personality and the way he, you know, he's, he has his overconfidence. He exudes that confidence. I mean, whatever. But guess what? It's not all about Trump. We are all involved. And if you look at the track record of what he has done in this country, I call bull on those who said he's the most divisive. I would absolutely agree that the last presidency was the most divisive. They started fanning the flames of these little ambers that could be put out if we could unite and help put them out. But no, everybody keeps stepping on the back of somebody else so that they can get ahead. And that's what you see. I'm sorry to say it like this, but you see this a lot in the Democratic Party. And for them, it's a big joke. It's okay. And I don't have time to go through uh, a million examples of this. I will mention one quick thing. Do you remember when Mitt Romney was um, running for president? And our old buddy, old pal, uh, Harry Reid, just happened to say, Mitt Romney doesn't pay taxes. That's all it took. And people bought that hook, line, and sinker. Was it true? No. And later on, guess what? When Harry Reid was asked about this, what did he say? Well, he didn't win, did he? And he's still not sorry for saying that. It's just dirty politics. Now listen, everybody kind of competes and does things that sometimes you may label it a little shady, but there's some things that are outright just wrong. And again, you see this time and time again in the Democratic Party. Just look at the last administration. Look at what they're doing now. These people don't quit. You got to give it to them. They are not quitters and their narrative has not changed. It's just gotten more progressive. Anyway, speaking of narrative, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse. Why do I want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse? Well, listen, if you actually watch the videos that surround 
Kyle Rittenhouse that night. Okay. He was there three days after, um, you know, it was, it was like the third day of, of these protests. You know, and here's 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, who, by the way, he was a lifeguard. He was trained in advanced life support, and he volunteered hundreds of hours in service to his community. And also, back in, I believe it was 2018, he started a fundraiser to support the relationship between the law enforcement and the community, his own community. So I'm going to go into what the media is not telling you and what the left is not telling you, but what the facts and evidence show. So don't get mad at me. Look at the facts. Put your feelings aside for just a minute. First of all, earlier that day, he volunteered to remove graffiti from some walls in the community. So he was working, doing more community service. And then, of course, later on, he was there in the community on video. What did he say? He said, I'm here to protect this business. That's what our job is. That's all he was there for. He said, I have a rifle, of course, to protect myself. He's like, and I also have a med kit. So he also is like a paramedic. So he was there. And a video also shows somebody who was hurt. He said, I'm a paramedic. Come over to me. Because he was there to help somebody. That's what he was there for. If anybody were, were to get hurt, he wanted to be there to help bandage them up, whatever he had to do to protect the people in his community, no matter who they were. And I know that those who are already believing the other narrative are already saying things like, well, look what he did and who he killed and, and how he acted. I know, disregard the, the, the quick shot photos and just those standstill video clips of those portions. And again, let's take a deeper look. He said with his words, I am here to run into harm's way if there was someone hurt. Someone gets hurt, I'm willing to go in harm's way to save them. And this is his track record, by the way. So then what happened? Well, there was a little confrontation, not with Kyle, but with another person at one time. And he was screaming at another guy with a rifle saying, shoot me, shoot me, and, and using some expletives. Uh, Joseph Rosenbaum was his name. Well, who is he? Must be a great guy. Just there peacefully protesting. No, guess what he is? Registered sex offender, convicted of sexual misconduct with a minor, and had crimes against children. Sounded like a great guy, obviously. And trust me, if you watch that portion of the video, not so much. And by the way, there were a, a ton of people armed that night with weapons. So this person that I mentioned, Joseph Rosenbaum, started a fire in a dumpster. Somebody put that fire out with an extinguisher. Well, Joseph was really ticked off about that, and he started more fires. So you can see in video... Kyle running with a fire extinguisher because what was he doing or going to do? Put out fires. Again, there to protect. Well, what happened? Well, you see and you, well, first you hear a gunshot in the distance. Kyle turned around because he wasn't sure where that gunshot, you know, came from. Well, it was from a, a man by the name of Alexander Blaine, a real gentleman, a gang member who fired the shot. And then you see Joseph Rosenbaum running after Kyle. Now he's really ticked off because Kyle's trying to, you know, protect people and make sure everybody's safe and no businesses get harmed. Man, what a, just a bad character, isn't he? So Kyle turns around, sees this guy. The guy goes for the muzzle of the gun and Kyle puts off a couple of shots. I believe it was four. Of course, Joseph was injured and I believe he later died. Don't quote me on that portion, though. I don't remember if he died from his injuries or not. So what did Kyle do? Well, 
Also on video, you hear him call in to authorities about what occurred. He said, a man's been shot. I had to shoot him. Kyle was trying to help him afterwards. Then he saw an angry mob start chasing him. Well, what is he going to do? He fled. He didn't want to be involved in a fight. So he started running. And he started running down the street towards, guess what? Flashing lights. The police officers. Why would he do that if he's such a criminal? He was going to get help. Explain what happened. He called this in. While he's running, you have somebody come over and punch him in the head. And you have another guy who comes over. And these guys aren't good guys. Comes over, smacks him with the sharp portion of his skateboard in the back of the head. Kyle turns around and he fires. And it does shoot the guy in the chest. Self-defense. Then another guy comes over with a pistol. Kyle fires, shoots him in the bicep. When Kyle stands up and realizes that nobody's doing anything more and making sure he's safe, he uses his judgment. He's not trying to kill anybody. He's protecting himself. And guess what he keeps doing? Runs towards the police. They had no idea what he was doing as he was surrendering to them. See, these are the facts that you have to consider. You can't just sit there and say, oh, he killed somebody. Oh, he hurt, he hurt somebody. Watch the extended video for yourself. If you don't believe anything that I'm telling you right now, I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe consider putting yourself in that position in your mind as far as what would you do in that situation. And here's the kicker. It's really frustrating. Okay, they put a $2 million bail on him. Slapped him with six charges. And guess what the other folks that were there got charged with? Uh, nothing at all. It's, that's unbelievable to me. It really is. And you're seeing this all over the place. People are distorting facts. And I don't have time to go on and on and on. Uh, we could go on with, uh, with, the, with the whole shooting with Breonna Taylor. It's a super horrible tragedy. But you'll know more about it if you look at the actual facts and what actually occurred rather than just believing what you're told. I'll just leave you with this. We just can't be those that are just gullible and believe everything that we hear and see. There's much more to all of this than meets the eye. And hopefully, when people start waking up and realizing this, maybe we can bring some justice and an end to it all before it gets worse. But listen, I'll leave you on a little happy note and uh, not really so much of a saying but or a quote, but if you haven't checked out uh, the show The Chosen, you need to. Uh, if you're interested in the Gospels and you want to see them played out very well, uh, check out The Chosen. You have to download the app, The Chosen app. And this isn't really a plug. I'm putting a plug out for them. But because my wife and I, we love the show so much, we're hoping that season two comes out soon. They're waiting to be funded. It's all being done by, you know, by, by sharing and giving. Uh, and it, the acting is incredible. The story, the plot, it's amazing. Obviously, it's the Gospels, but they take a little liberty to kind of show you what they were really like at that time. Uh, it is an incredible show. Uh, season two hopefully is out soon. But be sure to check it out. You got to download the app and then you can, you know, share it up to your TV uh, if you have a Roku. It, or whatever, uh, but I'm telling you, if you're at all interested in the and you like reading the Gospels, you're going to love the show. And it, it, it's a it's absolutely a feel good show because it's just the love of of Christ. Uh, so be sure to check that out if you can. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. A little heavy stuff today, but there's some heavy things going on in the world today. There really is, uh, and that's again what we have to look to right now is not a person. It's God Almighty. Uh, so keep your head up, 
uh, look up to him because it's he that brings us our help, our identity, our joy, love, satisfaction, all these things. This world obviously cannot do that. But if you haven't yet, please be sure to follow my show on iTunes. Subscribe and please like and follow The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And don't forget to check out The Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint. You can go to the pacmanpodcast.buzzsprout.com and check him out there as well. Again, it's The Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint. You'll love the show. But listen, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to being with you on the next podcast of The Ken Burns Show. God bless you guys. The Ken Burns Show was produced edited and recorded by, well, Ken Burns. Music by Kevin McLeod. Sound effects created by Zapsplat.com. Thank you for tuning in to The Ken Burns Show and be sure to tune into the next episode as we will bring you more dynamic content. 